This is Alexander Freed, author of the Alphabet Squadron novels, and you are listening to the Living Force Podcast. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. If you only knew the power of the dark side. A Utini Podcast Network production. I'll never turn to the dark side. Episode 144, High Republic Phase 2. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. On this episode, your book reviews. So be it, Jedi. A live meetup of epic proportions. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. And the Utini crew talks about what's next for the High Republic. Luminous beings, so we not this crude matter. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. That sweet, sweet Utini affiliate link. Utini! Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Living Force Utini Network podcast celebrating tonight, all things High Republic. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me... Tonight, for the last time before we all meet in person, is the whole team, starting with Dr. Corey Elton. I don't have the sound effects anymore. That was going to be the, you know, the... <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Back in the know. day. Yeah, back in the day. Womp we were just talking womp. about that. My how our setups and cameras and faces and hairs have changed. Don't play that sound effect. <laughs> I don't want that. Don't you dare, Wes. I'm glad you're yeah. here, man. How, how are you doing? Are you ready I'm for good. this I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, I'm excited for the show. I can't believe we're finally meeting in person, guys. That's wild. Like, it's freaking wild. It we have to talk about this a little more, a little down the road. Yes, yeah. we absolutely will. Uh, before we do, of course, we need to hear the dulcet introductory tones of Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, guys. I, I just <laughs> want to uh, point out that while everyone else here is using like 12 monitors on computers they built themselves, I'm still using the same <laughs> little dinky laptop I was in that intro video. So, you know, things haven't changed that much. That's true. You keep us humble, but no one keeps me more humble than a person who is a pariah of greatness and reminds me every day I'm lesser than him. It's Wes Jenkins. Is Where is it? he? Wes Jenkins. <laughs> there he is! Is it? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hello, everyone. Good to see you. Um, so I had a little bit more color in my face. This is my old camera because the new one apparently stopped working right when we switched over. From <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that all turns out when we get back to the four camera view. Well, guys, I we are having it. all kinds of technical whoa, whoa, problems whoa, whoa, whoa. tonight. Okay, whose fault is this, that? All this we think is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Where's Wes? <laughs> gone. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This happens. This happens. Don't, don't don't talk to me about technical problems, Mister Waypad. All right. <laughs> that was Charles. That was the other white dude on this show. That was anyway, me. I was using WavePad. You were. Everyone, I don't know how many more times I can say sorry. Not uh, <laughs> At least one more. And at least one more after that. But if you're listening and you're watching, you don't have to say sorry. I'll apologize to you. This is a weird intro, isn't it? Uh, but if you're new here, welcome to the Living Force. We, uh, as I said, are UT Network Podcast. We love all things Star Wars books and comics. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like the video and be sure to hit that subscribe button and ring the bell. So you can see when we post all kinds of things on this lovely channel. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcatcher of your choice, and you haven't, go ahead and leave us a rating and review if you like the show. Helps people to find us, helps spread the good word, helps bring people into our community. But before we get into the Star Wars talk of tonight, a couple things. Number one, a very large, joyous, happy birthday to our very own Jacob. 
Oh, I'm also known as Spice Dan. I think only in Discord now. But of the Cosmic Force, it is your birthday. You spent it with us, nerding out about Star Wars and Slack and over on Discord. So I hope you're having a great night, dude. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, that's what I got. It's a weird year, but you're still here, and I'm happy for it. I also want to point out that ne- throughout this week, everyone, as you're listening and watching this show, keep your eyes peeled on the Utini YouTube channel, all of our socials, because as we said in our intro intro, the four of us are going with our friend and like pseudo-producer Timothy to Asheville this week for five days. Charles is going for four because he sucks. Most of us are doing five <laughs> days. We will be together for the first time ever in our lives. We've worked with each other for like three years now. We've never seen each other in person. We're so excited, and there will be pictures. There will be videos. Uh, there will be a live bounty hunt on Saturday with us all it's in the same into, room. It's, it's turning into quite the production. Like this wasn't. Yeah. This wasn't supposed trip. to be just a fun, a fun just trip a for all of us to get together. But like we've just slowly added more and more projects <laughs> as we great. go, and like. <clears throat> well, Eric and I and Eric and I had to pony up money for flights, so Corey has to bring all the gear. Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna show up. Charles is gonna freaking show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charles, you're buying myself. all the beer. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so excited. Keep your eyes open. Um, it's gonna be honestly a huge week for us as friends, and it's really gonna be fun. We'll be hoping to share that experience with you. Cannot wait. But the people that make a lot of the things we do possible, like projects, uh, are our lovely Patreon community, our patrons. And we want to say thank you to Zach W., Christian Bolden, Nathan Gomez, and Chris Carrizo, who all joined Patreon this past week. It's been thank a busy you. week. Nice. Busy week. Absolutely incredible. And because of that, y'all, we have uh, the week that we're going to record our Rogue One commentary. We're doing it in Asheville. We have hit the next goal, which is $800 as a Revenge of the Sith commentary. Um, I'm out of things to say. I thought I would have four things to say during the life of this show about Patreon. And y'all just keep up in the goal. Like, guys, this is – talk to the community. They keep giving us amazing things. I know. This is tremendous. Like, stop it. Like, what are you What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? We have so much stuff to do. It's, it's just – I mean – in, in all seriousness, like, it's just incredibly honor. Like, it brings so much honor to me. What am I trying to say here? I'm getting You're emotional honored. here. You're I'm honored. honored. Damn it. I'm honored. All right. It's a big deal. We started Patreon as a, as a, as a joke, right? It wasn't real. And now it is. It's really real. Like, I think we're going to break into $1,000 this year, which yeah. is absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, I can't wait till, till celebration is going to happen this year. We're going to have expenses to do stuff. Yeah. Like, we're going through this, like, really big uh, planning and goal process at Utini right now. Obviously, that's why we took last week off on a lot of our live shows. And, uh, guys, there's some really awesome stuff that's being planned that's happening this year. And we're talking about allocating resources for things. And we would not even be able to have those conversations if it wasn't for Patreon. So, like, no. you, you, yeah. guys are, you guys are what, 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 make it, what make it possible, right? Like, I mean, we're all volunteers here. We all put in our time. And the fact that, like, people are willing to contribute to this, like, to help pay for that is amazing. It's- yeah, we, we, appreciate, we appreciate you believing in us and that yeah. what we can – produce for you and then we have we have fun doing this every week it's like it's not a job so this is something that i enjoy doing after my job Mm -hmm. uh, when i get back and then so this is this is fun and the way that you guys support us is is amazing and it's it's very very much appreciated thank you very much from all of us yeah no question we love you uh we can't wait to see what all that support is going to give you in 2022 and we, I can't wait to watch a Star Wars movie with you guys for the first time ever in person and have it all recorded for people to love. So if you want to 
join in on that fun, head over to patreon.com slash utini, utini.com slash patreon. We got tons of stuff for you there, including extra shows, including extra content. Uh, there's going to be some really exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff coming up later in the year that you're going to have. So we love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, a couple things this week we want to highlight. First of all, when we took the week off last week, we did put out a little preview video to celebrate the release of a little book called The Fallen Star. Ever heard of it? Uh, it's the final adult novel in the Higher Public Phase 1, Wave 3, and our reviews are up. If you haven't seen them, uh, we just wanted to let you know that The Fallen Star did indeed receive the highest score an adult canon novel has ever received on utini.com. Uh, it is sitting at a solid 9.8. Our Discord channel, where a lot of people have been very respectfully reading along, tagging spoilers, has just been going day after day after day after day after day. And guys, I just wanted to check in and see how uh, the three of y'all are doing with Fallen Star. Have you started it? Are you, are you in it? Are you saving it for more near the round table? Like, how's your Fallen Star progress? Well... Uh, let's say that I'm saving it for the round table. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Go. My book has yet to come in. Oh. I have not received it from the mailman. Audible, so digital I'm... baby, digital, <laughs> digital all the way. But what? But Wes, you were trying to do a good thing. That's why you still don't have the book, yes. right? Yes, correct, correct. I go through bookshop.org uh, for my books, and they usually send it out on the day of. Um, the day of release, so it gets here a couple of days, but I'm still waiting. So, um, I mean, it's going to get here, but there is a, another bookstore um, that's uh, near me that I want to go talk to uh, the manager or owner about, see if I can uh, pre-order books from them be cool. um, and try to help out that business. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's a good Charles, idea. You're, you're done, aren't you? I'm not done, no. I okay. would be done... I, I took a weird journey on this one. I decided to get into the audiobook, uh, which I I don't have a great track record with because I just fade in and out, and it's not as easy to pull like the quotes and stuff like that that I want to for the roundtables. So I started this audiobook. I got to chapter 12. Those of you that have uh, read that far know that that's a little bit of a turning point in the book, and then I stopped, and then I restarted with the physical copy um, and now I'm mm. in chapter 15 or 16. I can't remember. So I've caught mm. up. Everything's new to me again. But I, the audiobook was great. Like if you yep. can, yeah. if you can digest those, okay. Uh, and you're not like me. It was a great performance all around. Mm. I just I don't have the attention span, so I had to go back physical. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, coincidentally Charles at chapter 12. Uh, so that's, ah, where I'm, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. And uh, this is uh, it's heating up. Let me tell you, <laughs> this. Uh, I mean, the book is called Fallen Star, and like the cover has got like Starlight Beacon on it and stuff. And they've released all these posters and excerpts and all this stuff. So it's not really a spoiler to say that the tagline for this book should just be bad shit happens <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's, bad. it's just getting. <laughs> Worse and worse, and I'm afraid. <laughs> That's, That's what we want here. That's the vibe. Yeah. Welcome to it, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, they're taking lots of risk, and like if you if you have been on the fence about jumping on the bandwagon, like now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now is the time. Like read, read, like. What are the books they should read? They should read the novels, the adult yep. novels exclusively. Light of the Jedi, you, Rising Storm. Then you could probably 
jump right into Fallen Star if, if yeah. you want to get right. to it. Just but read those three. Mm -hmm. But if you want a little bit more out of the shadows, yeah, just for yeah. some of those characters. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that's it. I think that's all you would need if you really wanted to catch up really quickly and then kind of supplement things here and there. Um, now would be a great time because, uh, woof, this book is taking. <laughs> Taking risk, <laughs> it's yes. very good, very very good. Ooh. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's 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 hitting hard. Yeah, and we have a couple. <laughs> I don't know uh, how to say it. <laughs> we got a couple reviews coming later on in the show from our our community. So uh, stay tuned for those. They're coming here in just a sec. Uh, before we get that, I also want to do a couple plugs in this segment. We have started, because of Book of Boba Fett, doing our Bounty Hunt show again. If you do not know Bounty Hunt, we have a separate podcast feed for that. Just look up Bounty Hunt anywhere you want. And also, on our YouTube channel, we stream those live every Sunday. Uh, we just go over the Book of Boba Fett live with our reactions. But this week, we have a couple things that we also wanted to highlight especially. Our very own Meg Dowell is writing up Book of Boba Fett recaps over on utini.com. Head over to utini.com and make sure you check those out if you want want to you know just devour it a little bit and also today january 10th on our youtube channel we have a short clip uh because there was a very special guest that arrived in this week's episode of the book of boba fett and we clipped out our conversation about that it's about five minutes so if you just want a taste of what our show is or you just want to devour a little more content about that one specific character go one video back in the feed to see our reactions about that surprise cameo uh, and also, in the comments of that video, let us know if you want more of that kind of stuff. We're playing this year, like Corey said, with a lot of projects. We want to play with some more short-form content as far as our podcasts and live shows go. So if you like cutting out videos like that, um, the edits that they do, leave a comment. Let us know it's what you want. Uh, quick, oh, quick chat thing to talk about. Ace Bronx asks, what about Into the Dark? Should I read that first before Fallen Star? I would say, um, as far as the absolute things you need to know... There's less in Into the Dark than in the other novels mentioned. You can yes, still true. have a good time and retroactively go back there. Into the Dark mm -hmm. is probably going to be more necessary for, like, um, uh, like, like Midnight Horizon. Yep, yeah, because it's the YA novels. But if you just want to get to Fallen Star, you probably can skip that one if you're pressed for time. Great question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the simple answer, I think, to reading High Republic in general is, like, if you want to know every single character that gets like a name drop, like you have to read literally everything, all the comics, all the books, like mm -hmm. literally everything. Right. If you just want the big picture story, like as a general rule of thumb in star Wars, actually the adult and young adult novels like is, is, is probably what you could get by with. Yep. Uh, if you like want the bare minimum, just the adult novels. Yep. I mean, I, th I think that would get you where you need to be. And another actually great resource to use is that if you just want to go into the current book, the High Republic show on YouTube, every every time they do it, I think it was every other month or so, they do recaps of what has happened in the initiative up to that point. So if you just want to speed, 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 and you don't care about the content, which I personally I do, but if you just want to get the story, I would watch those recaps as well. Those cover the comics and the books as well. So if you want the full experience, though, it's all good. Have some fun. Go to it. And order it all at utini.com. Have a great time. Uh, two more things I want to talk about. One, as Corey said, we were off last week in all of our live shows, but we all put up a little sum-sum. Our friends at the Cosmic Force put up a <laughs> recap of the past year, and our friends at Legends Look Back put up the Magical Thriftery Tour video, where uh, Jared and Rick, two of the hosts, actually met up in person and went thrift, st thrift store shopping. Sorry for, for Star Wars books. Especially if you're a Legends fan, you know that's kind of the best way to get some of them. You, They had a bunch of fun gems. It's a really fun video. So if you haven't seen our like holiday offerings when we were off, highly recommend to go check those out. 
All right. And finally, oh, don't hit the mic, Eric. That's podcasting 101. <laughs> um, we did get a special fun treat from our friends over at DK this week, and I wanted to highlight the updated and expanded Star Wars character encyclopedia. Uh, this pretty thick boy, again, was sent to us by DK Publishing. It is put up by a number of people, such as Simon Beecroft, Elizabeth Dowsett, Pablo Hidalgo, Amy Rochelle, and Dan Zare. And this is what it sounds like. It's an update to the typical character encyclopedia. Every character in the book has a single page like this. So there's no double page spreads. The massive ones we've covered in the past have bigger ones for like Ahsoka or Obi-Wan or Anakin. This is a very this is a very even socialist book. Everyone gets one page. I don't care who you are. You get one page. Um, but a heads up to you, if you do want this, what I love about it is that it's very like concise. And if you're reading something and a character pops up and you're like, ah, ah, who is this? It's got a really quick profile for you. It also has Knights of Ren, has their real names. It has a brief data file, Ooh. a couple fun facts, and who they look like in person. Because no animated characters in this one. So if you want the animated characters, we talked about the Clone Wars Encyclopedia earlier in the month. Or last month, right? Last year, if you will. Dad joke. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> then if you got that one and you picked this one up, you can basically cover all of canon that you want. This goes... Through the Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian Season 2. So Cobb Vanth is in this. So um, Mando himself is in this. Uh, the marshal that... Uh, not the marshal. The... Oh my gosh. The, the person that he, Ahsoka fights with in The Mandalorian. She's in this. So all the stuff from the auxiliary shows, things like that. If you want a good visual representation, you don't have time to go on Wikipedia all the time to double-check characters, definitely highly recommend it. It is out now. A nice, fun, concise book of all the live-action characters through the Rise of Skywalker and Mando Season 2 for our friends at DK Publishing. Go to utini.com right now. You can order it, as Wes said, through Amazon or through Bookshop and support your local bookstore. But and if- it's currently in the description. If you want to click on it right now, you can get it right now. Wes, you're awesome at that. I love that you okay. do that. and I will s- I'm never going to remember it. I'm going to stop promising you that. But go to the description in the doobly-doo. Click on that. Pick up your copy today. And, of course, go to our release schedule at utini.com where you can order... The High Republic Midnight Horizon coming out February 1st and The High Republic The Tempest Runner, the official novelization of the audio drama coming out March 1st. We love those script books. We cannot wait. All right. I teased this earlier. Charles, we got our first reviews of The Fallen Star. Take us through them. Yeah. uh, First one here is from J.G. Cars. I do hope this is spoiler free. I trust you. They are. I I looked at both of them. I trust you, (laughs) J.G. Uh, as you mentioned, this is for the Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Uh, JG gave it five stars and said, move over, Titanic. There's new royalty in disaster stories. Great title. Uh, JG says, when we discovered that Claudia Gray was going to author the last chapter of Phase 1 in the High Republic, expectations flew through the roof. How can you blame anyone after the craftsmanship of Lost Stars, Bloodline, Master and Apprentice, and even more? It almost set this book up to be a disaster. Pun intended. However, after reading The Fallen Star, there is no question that this is my favorite canon Star Wars novel and that Claudia Gray is currently the best Star Wars author. This book filled me with so much excitement and joy as it did with dread and pain. Gray handles the characterization so well, and there are some moments that make you audibly cheer, yell, or any other noise you could make. The pace starts very calm and picks up speed as you progress through the story. There are plenty of shocks and twists. When you think you know what's going to happen, Gray proves you wrong and wrong again. 
I want to mention that I listened to the audiobook for this book, and my gosh, Mark Thompson gives the performance of his life. With his voice acting coupled with the sound production, propelled this to the best audiobook experience by a mile. There were moments that I got jump scared. There, were plen- there was plenty of new music, but also familiar songs that paired perfectly with key scenes that left me scared, crying, and giddy. As you can clearly tell, I love this book. I could gush on and on, but simply enough, you have to read or listen for yourself. It really rewards those who have followed all the stories from comics to middle grade books and everything else in between. The Fallen Star once again raises the bar for storytelling in Star Wars and solidifies without question that Claudia Claudia Gray is the royalty of Star Wars books. Uh, I think he liked it. Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> it, I, it, I couldn't quite tell. Um, no, subtext. That's, it's all in the subtext. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that gets me really excited to keep pushing through, and I think it's probably going to only be a one or two more days before I blow through the rest of this. Yeah, nice. My DMs are open. <laughs> JG does such a such a great job of not spoiling the book in the review. Yeah. Well done. Yes, Hard thank you well for done, that, sir. For those of us that are slow. Um, all right, Wes, do you want to take the second review? Sure, I can do that. So the second review is by Fern. The um, Read The High Republic, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Five stars, we've got two of them. And wrote a heartbreaking masterpiece, a.k.a. I Need Therapy. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't even started. I haven't even started this book. Oh, my God. <laughs> After the success of Light of the Jedi and The Rising Storm, the bar was was so set incredibly high, you would think there's no way anyone could meet it. But Claudia Gray isn't just anybody. She delivers again and exceeds all expectations, to no one's surprise, and has written probably one of the best Star Wars books of all time. Even though we knew a tragedy was inevitable, nothing felt redundant. The takes were, were so high, with plenty of twists and turns, which left me gasping out loud, laughing, crying, or even all three at the same time. Although there were many characters, no one was left out, and everyone had their time to shine. Grace writing brought every single one of them to life with rich development throughout the book, even though it was only centered around one major event over a period of a day or two. 11 out of 10, recommend especially if you love being completely devastated and in need of therapy after becoming emotionally attached to fictional characters. Well, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to start the friggin' audiobook tonight. <laughs> yeah! I cannot, like, I don't think I can wait any longer for the book it's, to show up at my it's door. It's good. I mean, I don't, it doesn't have like a, it doesn't have a weak moment either. Like, I mean, the, the beginning of the, it starts out real strong. I mean, it's immediately interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not like a book it's going to take you a little while to get into, you know? Fantastic! Nope. I like that. Cannot wait for more. And of course, if you Can't, okay, can you can you spoil this for people? How f- long after the rising storm mm-hmm. does this book take place? Mm. Immediately consult our A timeline. Day? Oh, you know it's, what? It's it, not that. It's, 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 it's got to be several it's months. It, it's it's months. It's yeah, not it's not months. immediately. Um, because things have happened, especially like in the comics. Things have happened, and it's like after that. So yeah. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a number of months. Okay. Yeah. Great question, though. But if you have read The Fallen Star, The Rising Storm, or any Star Wars book for that matter, and you want your review to be read on this show, look up your book on utini.com, go to the complete book profile, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and add your star rating and review, and we will try to read it on this show as we can. 
But my friends, just because phase one is ending doesn't mean the higher public is gone. No, no, it is here to stay. We have another phase on the way and we are going to talk all about it. All right, higher public phase two. Before we start, don't worry. There will be no spoilers for the fallen star in any of this talk. There is nothing about the fallen star, nothing about any kind of characters, nothing. So you are absolutely safe no matter what. Okay, so guys, on January 4th, we got to watch the High Republic anniversary celebration on the Star Wars YouTube channel, hosted by none other than Christina Ariel, who we love from the High Republic show. There were interviews with the authors. There was a look back. Kathleen Kennedy made a video. We love her. All kinds of great stuff. Uh, and, of course, we have a recap on utini.com, where Meg and Jacob were freaking out by the second, trying to type fast enough to get it done. Uh, but we did learn a couple of things. So, guys, we're going to go bit by bit. And let's just do some brief reactions to what we found out, all right? First piece of news. Phase 2 of the High Republic starts in October 2022, which I, I actually thought was pretty far away. I yeah. was a little surprised. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, in, Me a, too. in a good way. I'm kind of glad, to be honest, yeah. that, that we got some space. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, like uh, also, this might leave room for other cool stuff to happen this year, right? So Yeah, I'm we got a lot of books. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. big fan. They, They've left a window for something to drop during celebration. Ooh, that is a good point. Oh, yeah. We got Brotherhood coming up and Shadows of the Sith coming up. Right? So like, we know we got these other books that are happening. Queen's Hope is coming. Like, But, yeah, the big yeah. celebration. It's the con-exclusive cover, right? We all know there's going to be a con-exclusive <laughs> cover that yep. we all got to run to and wristbands and whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But it won't be a higher public book. That's a great point. Uh <laughs> But we did find out that that's going to be when Kevin's new High Republic comic comes out, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, but theoretically, we will be getting comic issues through then. Midnight Horizon comes out next month, and then Mission Disaster comes out in March. So we'll see, but there is a gap. Phase 2 itself, as we knew earlier, will be called Quest of the Jedi. Uh, with Wes, I believe we have a graphic... Of all the phases that we found out earlier, uh, we want to throw that up. We knew that phase one was Light of the Jedi. We knew phase two is Quest of the Jedi. And this ties in because Claudia Gray, during her little mini interview with StarWars.com, said this era is about exploration and invention. So i got to ask you guys, what when they say quest, what in the world are we talking about here? Like, do you, is, what, do you, what does that mean? And what did light mean for that's this one? That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair that they keep that she keeps allowing or they keep allowing her to allow them to do that to us. Like <laughs> she needs to she needs to give us something more than that. Like every time Claudia has this secret that we can't know, and then when she lets us know, it's super awesome and we can't like give us that something. Had, yeah, that had something. big how dare you make me bleed my own blood energy Wes, when you said that. <laughs> I totally did. I totally did. But that's oh, fine. Man. Um, I don't know I don't know what to make of this because I'm just I was surprised in general by the announcement uh, all the timelines regarding it like the real life timeline that we're it's not coming till October the in-universe yep. timeline that these are yep. kind of prequels um, yeah and then I I want to give due credit I cannot remember if this was maybe Steven was this Oz I don't know pointed out in the rising storm there is a Plot point that is just casually mentioned that takes place exactly, supposedly, when this new phase takes place in the High Republic timeline. Yes. Mm. 
Exactly. So let's start with that, right? Biggest news of the event. Quest of the Jedi Phase 2 is going to take place 150 years before Light of the Jedi. Uh, and then that plot Oof. point was when the, the they met the Togrutas in Togruten yes, space. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're cool. pulling a Lucas. We're going yeah. not only 40, what, 20 years of prequels or 40 years of prequels. Haha, <laughs> cute, adorable. We're going to triple that. <laughs> And go 150 years. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Blew me away. It's, all right. So, so I think this is very interesting to me because mm-hmm. this like really opens the door to the higher public being like a, a, a little bit different than I anticipated, I guess. Yes. Like, sure. I mean, I think, I think when, when we got all these books, uh, we got all these books and we saw it was, it was being like done in like three phases and like we got a ton of books this year that all tied very closely together. I, I don't know. I felt like that was going to be the story, right? We're going to mm-hmm. learn these characters. It's going to exist in a Skywalker saga esque fashion, yeah. right? Where it's all very yep. close and tied in. But like yeah. New Jedi I'm, Order, it's one solid stream all the way. Yeah. Twenty uh-huh. books. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But that does not seem to be the case. Like, holy smokes! Like this is like going way back, and this is going to be different stories, like different characters, like an entire new universe. Almost 150 years is enough mm-hmm. to be a whole new universe. Like, yeah. Frankly, yeah. So, it's risky, right? It, or it, it feels is. risky. It feels <clears throat> as risky to me as the original concept of the High Republic. Like, just we're kind of yeah. going somewhere that we don't know again. And immediately after falling in love with a lot of these characters and a lot of these plot points, um, now they hit a home run, certainly with phase one. So, like, I have confidence in them. But I got to tell you, I had to. I had to check myself, despite the fact that we do a podcast and we talk about positivity every Monday night at 8 p.m. EST. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, dude, I don't know how I feel about this. And then I was like, yeah. you're being one of those bros from 1997, dude, when, or whenever, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. they're like, wait, prequels? Like, no, like, what is this? What? You know, so like, I, Boba I had Fett's a kid. What the hell? That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I had to check myself. And when I took a step back and I looked at what an awesome job they did with phase one, like I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. 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 I'm very interested. I'm, I think I'm most interested to see how this is going to connect to, you know, this this era, because I think it is. I think it is going to connect pretty tightly, but like it's going to be entirely different characters. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, the sheer volume of characters they've created for the High Republic is utterly impressive utterly impressive and like the fact that we're gonna like do this again <laughs> in october yeah. of this year is holy smokes like, yeah it's, like, i mean huge rachel said that in the chat so, she says do you think we're getting new major characters for each phase right so let's let's, let's hit that for a second mm-hmm. like who yoda right we got yoda yoda's umpteen hundred he's alive yeah. we know that but they, they but they took yoda off the table with this this one almost he's on sabbatical sabbatic, which sabbatic. is my favorite yeah, yeah. thing in the world right. we don't know right. um <laughs> But, we don't know that but who do we think's on the table? Do we want to talk about who? Do, what old characters do we think are maybe on the table for phase one? We know nothing. I mean, Oparensis. Is Yariel Poof? Can he be that old? Yeah, probably. I think so. Porter Angle, the Blade of Bardata, could be. Who is confirmed? Which we'll talk about in a little bit. We're we're getting more of the blade. So who's the who's the who's the the old guy in the library with Ahsoka in the episode. Oh, Terrace Anube. Terrace Anube. Because he's in this one, right? But he's but a like, young. He's a, he's a young knight in, in, uh, yeah, that, in that's right. Rising Storm. Rising Storm. Uh-huh. He's in there. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yaddle. Oh. Eric. Yaddle. He's in Tim. 
Yaddle! Also, in her prime, what, hot Yaddle? Can we have hot Yaddle? Wait, no. Wait, you're saying we don't already have hot Yaddle? <laughs> that wasn't hot yet. Imagine, Charles. We're going to a twelve out of ten. Okay. This, has, this, has, this has taken a turn. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so possibly ones of that. But I think that is the bigger question. Rachel's asking, like, there's all the humans are different. Like 150 yeah. years, Marie Santeca was like basically like dust, and she was just over a hundred, right? And that that was a plot point was that she she shouldn't be alive. Right. So I mean, we're talking. None of the main trio. We're talking mo- most of the main characters in the mm-hmm. books and comics are no yeah. deal. What Not about alive. what about uh what about <laughs> yeah. Maz? I could see Maz. I don't know. Has has Maz Kanata? She, has she been name dropped in this in the High Maz Republic? Maz Kanata has appeared in the High Republic Adventures. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I, I, th- mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know if I yeah. remember that incorrectly or yep. not. But yeah, Maz Kanata was was dropped in that. So like. That would be interesting. Hey, Maz. Into the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, sure. though, it's a great question. Are there going to be new main characters for each phase? And I don't know. Obviously, none of us knows. But um, I almost wonder if this second phase is just going to be filling in necessary backstory with whatever happened with the Jedi and, like, why. Again, I haven't finished Fallen Star. Like, why Mark and Roe has a vendetta against them. If it might fill in all of that and then jump back to where we leave phase one. Because if if we don't come back to where we leave phase one, I, I don't see how they would do that. I really, like, I, I don't think they're going yeah. to fully finish the present time story by the end of the book I'm currently reading. Yeah, you know, that's a and great point. something else that's kind of interesting you know, this is this might be a mild spoiler. We were, we were talking about before the show that that somebody got dropped in the comics. Is that too big of a spoiler to drop in the context, Eric? I don't know. Um, if that's too yes, big. for right now. Okay, okay. A, a, a certain character has been name dropped in comics that took place mm-hmm. in older public stuff, which makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would love to see. You know, I'll leave it at. I would love to see some tie-ins with what we what we have seen in Legends, Old Republic mm-hmm. stuff, right? Like sure. some, mm-hmm. you know, that would be really really cool to to get some characters like some of the old Sith and stuff that have been in games and things yeah. like that. That would be interesting to see tie-ins some some way. Um, you know, even if they don't totally explain their stories or something, that would be interesting. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Yeah. We we went through this entire phase one, although I have not read the most current book, um, without. Like hearing a lot about the Sith, or if at all, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we've heard like marauders and these raiders that are there, like pillaging different worlds, but nothing about like the biggest bad that Star Wars is like enemy character is all about is the Sith. So man, that would be which, that would yeah. be a which bomb raises drop. a question: Do you want the Sith to find their way into the High They're Republic? Always. I I would like to see the vanquishing of the Sith. I forget how they how long it has been since we've seen the Mm -hmm. Sith technically, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. because that that timeline is also very fluid depending on the story. I think the end of the Sith War would be cool. I also think what Aaron said in the chat. I I would not mind seeing Phase One characters, parents or grandparents. I have loved watching Kes Dameron and Shara Bay in the Star Wars comics. uh, Poe Dameron's parents. I've loved that um, because it's really cool seeing the elements that of poe that we see so mm-hmm. i don't mind if maybe we see like a, a grandmother of avar or something you know i don't i don't mind if we see maybe you know it's not really traditional jedi 
stuff though. I mean, that's true. That's thing. true. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I love seeing. I, I yeah, you know, I love seeing Sith stuff. I think that's like the story in Star mm-hmm. Wars, right? Is Sith versus Jedi? It's just the eternal battle of the light and the dark side of the Force. Like it is like the story, right? Even though that's not really exactly what we're getting in in High Republic so far. Um, you know, I love seeing the lines between canon and legends blurred. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I love seeing them bring characters from legends. There's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, the old Republic has been like a super popular era since it was created, right? With the Kotor games and everything. So I'm all about it. Yeah, I think that one of the one of the coolest things that we know we're getting, obviously that we're gonna throw a picture up here in a second, is we we did not get titles last year at this point we got titles of wave two um but also because there were shipping delays so the the higher public actually started if we remember like four months later than it was supposed to or three months later than it was supposed to so the gap between wave one and wave two was much smaller yeah so we didn't get titles but we did get a couple story specifics and let's let's jump into those for a bit number one we've talked a little bit about we're going to Phase two, we know Quest of the Jedi involves a Charles Soul story involving none other than the Blade of Bardada himself, Porter freaking Angle. Um, <laughs> I, 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 hell yeah. Yeah. This is so exciting. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this, this is the first character that was name dropped in, uh, in Light of the Jedi. And yeah. Like everybody was like, "All right, uh, where's this story?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally everybody yeah. was on the internet saying that. Of like, I want this story. This Jedi's name is the Blade of Bordada, and he's like a like a cook in in shit, right? Like yeah. I'm all <laughs> I'm all about this. Is that what? This is the picture I haven't seen. This yeah. Image. So this is the this is the concept art we guy. just got for our audio listeners. He is like full black robes, none of the eye patch, no nothing. This he is looks like young- a ninja. Porter he's like a freaking Sith, one hundred percent. He's got a, but he's got a sweet belt buckle, so I appreciate that. Yes, he does. It's a Jedi belt buckle. You know he's good, which is really exciting. And and I think based on what Soul was saying, he was a bit cagey on whether it's a book or not. It sounds maybe like it's going to be a comic. Um, it sounds more like quite... a comic thing. Yeah. Uh, and Blue Pig makes a cool point in the chat too, because it's Quest of the Jedi. Is it them exploring? The Outer Rim and like the Trials of the Jedi, um, which is which was the thing that got leaked on a Lucasfilm Christmas card. Is this them out and are they are they doing all their trials? Are they less centralized? It, it, does he become the Blade of Bardada in an exploration story that Charles Soule is going to get to talk about? Because he said it was a Porter story, not a Blade story. So I'm wondering if this is him earning that namesake, which I think would just yes. be the most badass thing we could do. Yeah. And I th- I put that out on Twitter today, like early afternoon. Not no, I knew that Porter Angle was gonna be part of this new Phase Two initiative. Mm-hmm. But then I was I was reading it, and I was like, well, what if we learn how he got that name? And it's like something brutal, like real brutal. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, the name itself sounds menacing, right? Yeah. Like, um. Blade of Bardata. Yeah. It's like the Butcher of Blaviken in The Witcher is what I always think about. Like, there's one horrible event that happened. Um, oh, thanks, Jacob. It is confirmed as a comic via StarWars.com. So, oh, there okay. you go. We got a lot of, so we got a lot of cool comics coming. That's a comic. Let's talk about the other two comics we heard about. One was uh, Kevin Scott is kind of doing something new, but kind of doing the same thing. We just know that he has a Marvel comic starting in October. Um, I assume this is going to be basically the same format as the Higher Republic comic now. It's just maybe going to be like a new issue number one. 
Uh, like Marvel does that a lot. You know, like X Men One that basically starts off a new series. Do you guys think this is going to be just the Higher Public number one? It'll be Volume Two number one, or is it going to be like? I don't know, the Higher Republic early years or like the Higher Quest mm. of the Jedi. Like, are That's they going to totally rebrand? This is, this is also know. a business decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, the comics perform well when you like reboot under the same name, right? There's we love it number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why mm. they do that over and over again. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's called maybe not, maybe not the High Republic. Maybe it's called Quest of the Jedi number one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they didn't give it that. That sort of hmm. title. I don't know. Yeah. I like that he's staying with it, though. I mean, that, that comic's been great, right? I mean, it got yeah, our comic absolutely. of the year. Um, yeah, for sure. So I think you had to check out the 2021 Utinians if you haven't yet. Uh, spoiler for that one, I guess. But I think that Kevin's <laughs> storytelling, especially in that series, has really just... It started off great, but it's really just gotten so good, especially with, like, the Padawan-Apprentice relationships. And I wonder... I hope we're going to find another pair like Keeve and Skier. That we can just latch on to and fall in yeah. love with and then, of course, yeah. be decimated by. Sure. <laughs> so that yeah, would be a ton of fun. <clears throat> and then, of course, Daniel Jose Older, similarly, is going from Higher Public Adventures at IDW, which, of course, we remember IDW is now – all that stuff's going to Dark Horse because Dark Horse is coming back to the fray. He is going to write an original Higher Public Adventures graphic novel, full graphic novel for Dark Horse. That's the first thing they're doing. That's really um, cool. Yeah, what do you think about that? So it's not instead of doing just like issue by issue, which has been great in the Hyperbolic Adventures, yeah. we're I getting a that. thick graphic novel. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that, and, I, and it's like and it's Dark Horse too, which is also weird and unique. And Dark Horse comics they did really really well, and so those are some of my favorite comics to read personally. Like the art style and stuff was really fun back in the day. Like if you don't know the history between Star- behind Star Wars comics, it's very interesting. It was like it was Marvel originally did like the early years, and I used to have some of those comics on my wall. Um, but like like they were like barely Star Wars, right? So it was Marvel for yeah. a really long time, and then it was Dark Horse, and then it was Marvel again when Disney bought Star Wars. So now it's gonna be Dark Horse and Marvel. Like what? Do we get both at the same time? That's like that's really wild. So. I don't know. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what that mm-hmm. business relationship looks like. Um, you know, I like that. The forbidden door. Yeah. I love yeah. I love the graphic novels because <clears throat> if I'm sitting down to read a comic, I want to read more. Mm-hmm. If I take my if I take time out to read, I'm going to read a long time. <laughs> yeah. And the comic is not going to do it yeah, for me. Yeah. So I like I, that's why I love so much um <clears throat> Corey, um uh, when we had the book boxes, you had graphic novels in there, but um <sighs> I did. Back back when they had the graphic novels, a lot of those. I mean, they it went from it had probably five comics, is what a graphic novel mm-hmm. is. Five total comics. It could be more, um, but it is definitely it's great because you can just page turn and page turn and page right, yeah. turn and go through a, a graphic and novel. Fun and yeah, it feels better to hold. I think than physical comics. You guys know I went through it mm-hmm. through my phase this year where I like I like got all physical comics and yep. um, you know we haven't really talked about that on the show actually. But like if you notice behind me, my background has changed. You guys are gonna <laughs> think this is insane. I sold my entire Star Wars book collection in the last couple of weeks. Um, we're making new space. We're downsizing. I'm kind of like exploring this minimalist lifestyle thing. Corey's a little bit, currently right? in a Motel Six. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Day 2023 when it's wall to wall books in a mansion. <laughs> yeah. I'm, on the, I'm on the run from the law, so I had to really downsize, right? So, yeah, no, like, I'm going to all digital now, and uh, I'm excited to kind of dive into those digital comics. But yeah, you're right, Wes. Like the trade paperback. So, graphic novels and trade paperbacks can be kind of the same thing. It's a little confusing, right? But like, yeah. like trade, a, a graphic novel and a trade paperback are both just a collection of single issue comics. But I've always like you, Wes, really enjoyed the experience of reading like five books at one time. Like mm-hmm. it feels like mm-hmm. a like a more thorough experience. I feel like, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I, I was gonna say real quick, be nasty in the chat made a great point that I think ties into all this very nicely, and I want to make sure we hit it. He said, "Dark Horse likes doing graphic novels, which are less issues split up than like one long mm-hmm. story." And IDW made the decision to split. If we remember, the Monster of Temple Peak was going to be right. a graphic novel, and then it was yep. released in issues. And that seemed like a switch. Yeah. So maybe Which that tied weird. into why they moved I, on. Somewhat disappointing Whoa. weird, too. I remember that, too. I didn't know that was not um, – I didn't know that was an IDW decision. That seems like a bad move because they, they didn't market that pretty heavy as being a graphic novel. And we had this exact conversation when yes, they announced did. Temple Peak or whatever of like, oh, cool, we're getting a graphic novel. This It's unique and original. It's not just a bunch of issues. And then they – like they didn't like announce that it wasn't a graphic novel anymore. It just kind of happened that like, hey, yeah. here is five issues, which seems like I don't know if that is I don't know. That's be a reason they did it, but like it seems like it would be less profitable to do that. I mean, this is speculation here. Like to print and ship and deal with all the production of a bunch of issues. Like it seems easier mm-hmm. to do graphic novels. So I don't know. I, I'm all about yeah. I'm all about mm-hmm. bringing those in here. And uh, so since they have one, Temple Peak, we have yet to have an original <laughs> canon graphic novel. Is that true? I think, I think essentially, it yeah, that, that wasn't released in issues. And I think, and I'm guessing, based on Dan Jose Older's writing, obviously it's going to be new characters because the characters he's currently mm-hmm. writing, most of them really won't be alive 150 years ago considering they're like, you know, 12. But I, I would <laughs> assume that the graphic novel will probably be Padawan-focused similarly. The Higher Public Adventures yeah. series, I think, is a great way mm-hmm. to introduce those. Um, I don't know if we're going to get more manga stuff. Right, we're getting the we're getting the second volume of the manga this this month, The Edge of Balance, uh, which has been fun. But I love that he's doing that. I don't know if they announced if Harley Tellabaugh, the uh, artist, is going to be moving as well. But I'm sure when we get that official solicitation, our friends at the Cosmic Force will be keeping us all up to date. That's right. And then, of course, the other two architects, Justina Ireland and Claudia Gray. Uh, Justina Ireland, all she said was she's doing a YA novel, and. Mission to Disaster, the middle grade that is technically coming out in March, slash LOL is already out on Audible and Kindle. For what? Yeah, so this got <laughs> oh, yeah. pushed. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Yeah, Let's this got this. pushed to March because, <laughs> this, this, because was, this, is a, this is a bizarre experience yeah. that happened in the last week. I forgot that this even happened until you brought it up just now, Eric. So yeah, man. Let's, let's get, <laughs> let's, I'm going to try to tell you this story. So this <laughs> do your best. This this book <laughs> has been delayed a bunch of times, right? And like they keep. Has it been delayed a bunch of times? No, I don't think it's only been once. This, this was going to come once. out. Yeah. This was going to come out January fourth. That's right. Because the middle grade and the adult novels always come out the same day. Yes, that was going to yes. happen. <laughs> that, was, that was right. Yeah, it was going to come out in January, and then they announced it was being pushed back to March. And then, like, for some reason, <laughs> the digital – somebody, like, forgot to, like, like update the guy who's responsible for uploading the PDF to, like, <laughs> Amazon, right? Yeah. They forgot to tell that guy that, hey, and the dates Audible. have changed. Yeah. And, and Audible, because, like, they accidentally re- released this book on – 
Audible and Amazon digitally, and people like in Utini were like, "Hey, did this book get delayed? Because it's on my Kindle right now, and I'm actively reading it." Like that happened, and we're like, "Oh, what?" And <laughs> did, did they ever say anything? So Nobody? here's here's the the official channels, right? Are it's 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 a shipping delay, right? The the middle grade novels, they're printed differently than they're obviously a different size. The paper is different. There's illustrations if you've read them. And shipping, as we've said many times in this show, is an absolute nightmare still. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that something within that shipping process got delayed. However, the book has been done. The book has been done for a while, right? So the Audible was already in. The digital was scanned like it was ready to go. So I'm guessing that, yeah, everything was queued up. And, and they didn't take it down. So if you want to – Commission to Disaster takes place before the Fallen Star, even though it technically isn't officially released for two months – you can get Which it on Kindle. Weird. You can get it on Audible. Um, and apparently, Justina Ireland says there are some things in there. I have not read it yet. We're gonna. Re- we will. Our official review will come out in March. Uh, mm-hmm. But it it will connect to some Phase Two storytelling. So if you're reading Mission to Disaster, I don't know. If, uh, use that highlighter thing they got in the Kindle app, right? And maybe some fun stuff. Yeah. Just maybe yeah, there was some. There was 150 some years since what? Like you know, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, there, there was is. some. Uh, there were some issues with the digital version, though. Is what what there was we, a, a we typo saw. here like, and there. It's like some typos, and like it has the vibe that it hasn't been finished. So maybe maybe you know. You know, we we love our our friends at Delray, but they they do seem to have somewhat of an issue with this type of thing for whatever yeah. reason. Um, kind of consistently, it's um, hard to so publish, man. It, it is, is hard it's to a, publish. It's a, hard, it's a tough industry with a lot of expectations, particularly in Star Wars. So you know, I get it, but I don't know. Interesting happened that <laughs> this book maybe was not ready for release, or at least not quite ready for release, and it got released digitally. Yep. So, but hey, I don't know. you can I'm get a, it if you, you want. Know, <laughs> <laughs> more more points for my promotion of going digital this year, right? So that's right. Uh, and of course, that's uh, right. yes, Jacob, oh, Jacob, said, Jacob just pointed out it's not a Delray book. Yeah, this yep, is not Disney a Lucas this film. Is a Disney Lucas film, which is something else entirely. But absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Claudia Gray, as you said, Wes gave us the huge, huge news that she's working on something. <laughs> something. <laughs> that was all we got. That being said, she, she legit. I, I looked back last year. It Not was even. almost word for word what she said during the live stream last year when she was talking about Fallen Star. So, yeah. who knows? Um, Damn you, non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> <Nothing>! <laughs> I'm just like, she's like, we're working on a book. It may not even be a book. We don't know because she won't tell us. God, right. remember we were like, like, we're making a movie. I'm directing a movie. Guys, she's working on a game, and we were oh I, no. However. <laughs> We did get some new stuff in addition to these because Wes threw up this picture, if you'd be so kind. We have new people joining the High Republic. This, I had no idea was coming. We have four new authors that got announced. So from left to right on your screen, we got Lydia Kang, Tessa Gratton, Zrida Cordova, and friend of the show, friend of our hearts, George Mann. (laughs) Mr. George um, Mann. Mr. George <laughs> Mann. Guys, they are, they're doubling, almost doubling the amount of people that are yeah. running for the High Republic. Yeah, I love all these authors, too. They've all shown yes. their character well, and uh, I'm very excited to bring all these folks on board to the High Republic for sure. It's <laughs> yeah. so, so cool. excited. Not, yeah. not to... Uh, not to put any of the other authors into the background, but I gotta say the George Mann announcement really got me. <laughs> Um, Coda is 
attempting to rip my arm off, as you can see over here. He's also very excited about George Mann. Yes, he's super excited about George Mann. Um, I, the reason I'm excited for him, not just because he's a nice guy and I'm glad that he's getting this opportunity, but uh, obviously we know all about his friendship with Kevin Scott, right? And I really do feel like a lot of those real-life relationships uh, can translate well into the writing. And so this is not just throwing some people together who are good writers. Like This is, this is putting people together who have genuine in-real-life relationships, and I think that we are going mm-hmm. to get a better product because of that. Absolutely. I completely agree. And as Ace asked in the chat, have any of these authors written for Star Wars before? Great question. If you're unfamiliar uh, with their work, all these authors have or are about to write in Star Wars. Uh, George Mann, as we Mm -hmm. said, he has written uh, the Myths and Fables book as well as uh, Dark Legends, which are short story collections. And he co-wrote The Life Day Treasury with his friend Kevin Scott. So he is uh, well, well-versed well in short stories. So maybe, can you imagine if we get a higher public anthology? That'd be incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zoraida Cordova wrote the much-loved but often uh, kind of pushed aside Crash of Fate, the Batu uh, YA romance book that we actually all really dug. And for some reason, mm-hmm. whenever it comes up, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, it's it's <laughs> kind of like Most Wanted in that way, yeah. where everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's a great book. Uh, really love that. Uh Tessa Gratton is going to be co-writing the YA novel with Justina Ireland, actually, which is interesting. I I haven't written, read a co-written book in a long time as far as, like, that's not anthologies. So that'll be really fun. And Tessa is actually contributing a short story to the Star Wars Story of Jedi and Sith anthology coming later this year. So you will be able to read Tessa's work pre-High Republic. And then uh, Lydia Kang also contributed to the From a Certain Point of View Empire Strikes Back collection with a story focused on uh, the medical droid 2-1-B. So all these authors have written in Star Wars or will write Star Wars before. But you got to imagine, you can write some Star Wars. And then you get in the higher public slack. And then you're writing Star Wars. Like, there's, there's a <laughs> <Yeah>. level to <laughs> yeah. it, man. Like yeah, right. I, You get to create something that because you're – that's like – that's the beginning of, of, I mean, it's the farthest back we've been, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, well, in canon. In yeah, years, right. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's brand new stuff. And we know that, so we know that Tessa's writing YA with Justina. Um, mm-hmm. Any idea for these other ones? Like, what do you think would be, obviously, we don't know all their work as well as like a Cavern or a Soul or a Grey or whatever. But, like, do you think they're going to be on books? Are they going to be on comics? I don't know. Like, I don't know. George, I don't know. George Mann has not yet written like a uh, like a full book type of thing for us, right? Yeah. Well, he's for Star these, Wars, like, yeah. Fables, yeah. 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 yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's written yeah. bits of fables and stuff, but like, I don't know. Well, they gave Charles Soule a novel, right? Like, yep. <laughs> well, yeah. I would love to see George Mann write he did a novel. Okay. In the he did all right. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, it wasn't like it was. I'm, know, I'm really interested years. to see what Zoraida Cordova writes yes. or what she creates. Because mm-hmm. she. Like really impressed me with uh, Crash of Fate. I really like that book, mm-hmm. and so I will definitely be picking up whatever she puts out. I mean, yeah, whether it's going to be a book, comic, uh, YA, anything. And the thing is, so we know that at least some Jedi definitely bone in the higher public. <laughs> so, like, the door is open. Let's get into that, Eric. I mean, let's talk. I mean, I mean I'm the, just saying. I'm the just door saying. Is open. Let's, let's just let's just go ahead and close that door right back. <laughs> All right, door shut. Door shut. Door shut. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Uh, okay, Charles, what do you think? What do you think these people could do? As you, 
I, what do you think? I don't know. You know, part of me w- wants to say, yeah, let's see them do the things that we've seen them do because we know they're going to do it well. But part mm-hmm. of the entire High Republic era that's so interesting is that it is pushing those boundaries, right? And so I, right. I actually do want to see some of these people doing things that they have not done before, at least for Star Wars. You know, obviously we just mentioned George Mann. I'm really excited about him. He's done all short story stuff, but he has written a lot of novels. He's written, he's got his Witchwood series. He's got a, yep. uh, the Ghost series. Um, he's done some stuff for Sherlock Holmes, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, mm-hmm. he's an accomplished novelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give him a shot at that in, in Star Wars. I think that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely Noveler. agree, man. He's a noveler. I like that. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, we, and we got people that have done so many things right i mean kevin's done adult novel audio drama comic daniel mm-hmm. jose older has done all of it. he's done adult novel ya middle grade and comic like uh claudia gray has done ya and adult like justina ireland mm-hmm. is has also just wrote she wrote a comic this year she's done middle grade she's done ya like so many of them are going in so many different worlds yeah and it makes it does make me wonder um you know, someone asked on Twitter recently, why why haven't Justina or Daniel done an adult novel in the High Republic? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Because, just, you know, Justina Ireland was like, believe me when I say we're all writing what we want to write. And I thought that was a really interesting thing where it seems like the High Republic, since day one, has been about freedom for these creators. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, what do you want to do? And I And I really hope and assume that these new writers all got that opportunity as well. It's like, hey. Welcome to the team. What do you want to write? Because that's how we've gotten such good stuff. You can yeah. see the creative freedom. Like we've talked in the past when you read a book that you've that feels constrained. Um, right. But when you see them write other books and write things where it's just complete freedom, I mean, it sings. So I, I'm so excited that they're expanding out. Um, I... <laughs> like, who knows? What if we have like thirty writers eventually? The High Republic's so big. I mean, I don't know, man. Why not? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm here for it though. Like, <laughs> like I'm just so <laughs> right. I'm so pleased with uh, like we've never seen. You know, Trevor said a couple days ago, like in our in our Slack, he said like there's never been a publishing initiative like this. Like this is the yeah. most well connected, thorough. Like the timeline itself is incredible. Like like yeah. you know. They've not published this type of information, but we have like deconstructed it ourselves, right? Our timeline team has deconstructed what what has happened, and it is incredible how much everything intertwines and like yeah, like it's it's very intricate and like it's it's very impressive storytelling, and uh, I'm I'm excited that that it's not a short term plan. Like from the beginning, yes. this has been a huge yes. thing. Like I'm I'm already I'm I'm here for it absolutely, and even like even thinking back to when Phase One started, it feels like so long ago because yeah, we they put out so much content mm-hmm. and it's only been a year it's been like less than a year yeah no it's been a year almost a year, <laughs> like exactly uh, year to the a day year. when yeah, fallen exactly star year, yeah. fallen star was released a year to the day uh i believe okay. since Slide of the jedi that is not that long no, that not. is not that long we've had a huge amount of content so many comics have come out and then we've yeah. had you know ya and the adult novels and then the the junior readers i mean Sticker books. I mean, they Sticker got books. <laughs> <laughs> Sticker books. Yeah, George Mann wrote that. So, like, yeah, there's just so many. There's so many possible possibilities coming up in phase two. And the fact that it is so intentionally about exploration is so exciting because I think, isn't that the most fun thing about Star Wars sometimes is learning what's Tatooine, what's Coruscant, mm-hmm. what is the mm-hmm. 
where are we going? What new planets are we discovering? You know, the Republic as a as a entity is so interesting. But what was it like before then? Are you the first Jedi to set foot on this new world? You know, that was what was so fun about the Thrawn Ascendancy for all of us was learning about the planets and about all the systems. You know, on our roundtable, we talked about watching Zahn do that. And maybe 150 years ago in, the, in their quest, it is their quest to create that. Um, their quest to create the Republic, you know? Who knows? I am just very psyched for it. Like you said, Corey, I'm not mad that we got some time off to yeah. breathe. Uh, <laughs> do to other read stuff, perhaps. other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe more Star Wars stuff too. I mean, I don't know what yeah. the next year. We don't know what the next year holds. I mean, you know, looking back at the year of the High Republic, we did get a significant amount of content that was not High Republic related. Like, yes, uh, some, somehow yeah, it was <laughs> so all there. It was it was crazy. It was like it was like borderline like painful. Like as a as a con, as a content creator to like try to so try to much. get through some of it so quickly. Right, we just got so much Star Wars content, and if that is in any way the pace at which they were going to to try to do the next year, what. You know, to be fair, that we're not asking for that. I'm perfectly happy to have you know a little more space between content, right? Right. Um, but you know, if that's the, if that's the pace of the standard they've set already, then I don't know. Maybe we're going to get that again, which is kind of an insane thought, to be honest. So it's uh, it's going to be wild. Uh, last question though, I want to ask before we get out of here tonight. Be nasty. Was the lifespan of geode species? Uh, I bet he will be in there, but he will be a pebble. Um, <laughs> that's my biggest idea, guys. I, 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 I want to. I, 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 I have a thought. I was reading. I was reading. I was reading it on my Kindle like last or two nights ago, and like I was like, I like Caitlin was like almost falling asleep, but she was reading next to me, and I was like, Caitlin. I have to tell you about this character named Geo. <laughs> I, I have to get this off my chest because oh because oh this is this is just too much for me to handle. And I can't remember the exact quote. But it was in Fallen Star or something about like 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 he just stares at you with that point blank stare. It's just like. <laughs> I'm still like I feel like I'm being gaslighted by Claudia Gray every time the character shows up because we it's are. like is, totally the, is it a real character? I remember those thoughts like at the first book. You're like, is this a real character? Like, are they? Is this? Is this? Is this a a, a pun? Yeah. Is this a joke? Like, no. Nope. But he is no, a rectangular it's a real, slab of rock, a rock mattress. <laughs> find it's a rock picture, mattress. Find the picture, Wes. You have to look <laughs> up. A, like, it was on the, Wikipedia. What's the species? What's yeah. it called again? He's a Vintian. Vintian. Look up Vintian. <laughs> it's literally a, a blank well, tablet. He's been in the comics. We've he it's was in the Higher Public Adventures. He like, was in the. It's just. It's so utterly ridiculous. <laughs> every time, every time he shows up, there's just a really, really good joke. Every single time. Like even if the action is this it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, this one's different. Yeah, this is a different photo than it used to be. They must have the updated concept. it. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> Claudia I can't Gray. wait. Like, oh my there god! There is an I'm archived just... moment on this show when we first pulled it up. I think it would have been. I guess it would have been the Into the Dark Roundtable. Into the Dark Roundtable. It should have been. Yeah, yeah go check that if we out. Go find um, that. Oh my god! But gentlemen, was... I'll take Geode off the table for a second because obviously <laughs> that's the best thing. Other than Geode. What are you guys most excited for about Phase 2? The little that we don't know much, but we also kind of weirdly know a lot. Uh, yeah. What got you most a, hyped? 
I am I am I am the most hyped for the timeline shift. And in fact, when they announced that, I had nothing but a like excitement for that because like I'm just I'm elated to be there in like a different timeline that's further back. Like it changes things every time you do that. You have like so much freedom to change the story and how things interact and how things tie into the films. And I I just like I really like the idea of like these huge time jumps between Star Wars because it you just you just get a complete clean slate to do whatever you want, and that's right. super super exciting. Yeah, I am interested in seeing more about the Santecas because ever since yeah, the Force sure. Awakens and like we had this mysterious character in the very beginning, you're like, who the hell is this guy? I've always wondered and I've and I've gotten all the answers, not all the answers, but a lot of them of the origin story. But um, I want to know how far back the Santecas go. I mean, is there, are there going to be more? Is there another like two generations beforehand that we're going to know about. Yeah, well, so, there's Laura Santeca, and then, yeah, Wes, there is more Santeca. That's his great-grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, get out. Get out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I agree with you, Wes. I think in our very first uh, guest spot ever, or the first time we had guests on this podcast, I think it was the Nerf Herders, wasn't it? And uh, we played a game where we had to say – who we would save that got killed, and my answer was Lor Senteca. I remember this mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Dang, so I, man. I'm tracking. You, you knew, but I am not looking forward to any one thing in particular. I'm looking forward to just the overall expectation I have to be uh, kept on my heels, like for just new stuff to be happening, the twists, the turns, the surprises, because that's what this entire initiative has been thus far. Is yeah. We didn't know what to expect, and it's been pleasant surprise after pleasant surprise, and I think that's going to continue. But it just feels so cool to have, like, yes, the Star Wars that we know and love, but everything is fresh and new. And and I don't know, that, that experience, is it almost just reminds you of coming to Star Wars for the first time as a kid. Hmm. Dang, I love that. Uh, Blade of Bardata. Oh, I, can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for oh, the Porter yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for, you know, the old characters thinking back to when they were young and, and exciting. And to get that adventure, especially whoever's alongside him, I think it's going to be so fun because I think what a wonder it's going to be to have Phase 2 and someday go back to Phase 1. It's, it's the prequels. You cannot watch the OT now without that stuff in your mind, without knowing yeah, what happened. Sure. And I can't wait to see... How I read Porter differently, how I how I see Yoda differently, how I see all these planets. I mean, I want to see the Jedi. Are they like Rangers? Is it the Wild West yeah. of yeah. building the temples? I mean, it's going to be really, just really great. And it's all coming in October. And just because it's my birthday month doesn't mean it's more special, but it also totally does. So <laughs> you're one of those okay. people. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, it's my birthday, man. <laughs> one twelfth oh, of the year man. is somehow more important than any other month. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Well, I'm excited for that, but of course, guys, I am most excited for uh, seeing all of you in about thirty hours or so. Uh, I can't wait. I count down by hours now. Something Gee, like that. that. No, not thirty. <laughs> well, it's more like forty-eight. More like forty hours, but. Uh, Again, everyone, thank you for listening and watching. We will be coming to you at some point live from Asheville this next week. I can't wait. But for now, that'll do it for this week's episode, this week's phase, if you will, of the Living Force. 
If you support us on Patreon, again, thank you so much. We are honored and thankful for you getting us to our next goal. Keep an eye out. We're recording Rogue One this week in person, and it will be up for you shortly. A special thanks to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, JG Kars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Tyler Latour, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support of everything we do. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Living Force Pod. The company is at Utini underscore US. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Hankel. Wes is at Boss West, and I'm at Eric Eilerson. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me tonight. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. And as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.